In today's Daily Cyber, I'm going to be talking about our law firms under cybersecurity attack. So let's hack at it. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, USADO. USADO is a Canadian-based cybersecurity company that provides 24-7 cybersecurity support and compliance service that align their customers' tolerance for risk, their clients, suppliers, and government contractual mandates. USADO's teams focus on using insights to drive business decisions. There's no need to leave strategies to chance when insights can be used to show what changes need to be made and how to make them. USADO offers multiple services to help companies simplify IT, centralize cybersecurity management, and meet compliance standards. USADO can customize their service to work with your existing IT network and programs. For more information, contact USADO at info at uzado.com or visit their website at www.uzado.com. Okay, so there's been a lot going on since uh, the COVID-19. I think we're in month four right now of everything that's been going on. Uh, Talking to professionals of all different levels and just hearing how busy everyone is. Uh, A lot of senior executives that I've been talking to are are working till like 11, 12, even some 2 a.m. in the morning trying to get all the work done just because everything that's going on. And if you've been watching the news and following kind of what's going on in in the cybersecurity space, you probably heard what I think was the last two weeks. Uh, I think it was on May 12th. uh, The news started to publish that a law firm got compromised. It was, I'm just looking at the name here, Goober, Shire, uh, Massilius and, and sacked. If I bastardize the name, I'm sorry, but uh, they got compromised and it was 750, uh, 756 gigabytes of data from emails to contracts, uh, cyber, uh, sorry, celebrity contracts, uh, private emails right across the board. And, and below I have the link, uh, to the BBC article. So you can check that out. So you're probably thinking, okay, you know, our law, law firms under attack. And we're starting to see this more and more that law firms are really looking at, you know, different strategies of how to protect themselves because they have a lot of confidential and sensitive information. And two areas talking to different law firms that they're really looking at right now are uh, security measures and then looking at compliance. Uh, looking at, you know, and the compliance in sense of data protection, looking at it, making sure that everything is uh, protected and they're meeting certain standards and they're getting that not just from themselves internally, but also from their clients that are saying, we need to make sure that you're protected and you're doing the right things. So this is really important in this day and age right across for all companies. doesn't matter if it's just law firms. And I know I brought up law firms initially, but this is, you know, any company that's out there that has technology that's looking at maintaining their business and looking at business continuity, you need to look at protecting your business, right? You need to look at the areas that are going to keep your business secure. Uh, first and foremost, and some strategies I'm, I'm actually going to put below just to look at, and I know most companies are doing this right now. I would say probably even 90% of companies are doing, but this is just a reminder, a reminder of things that you should be looking at on an ongoing basis right now and making sure you're protected. One is cybersecurity awareness. Well, what does that mean? Training, awareness, phishing type campaigns and within your internal environment, making sure that you're educating your staff, your subcontractors, your contractors, your suppliers, if they have you know connections with you, 
that here's what you need to look for to protect yourself in phishing campaigns and anything along, the, along that line because that law firm got ransomware and how they got in, I was briefly reading the article, but how they got in was through a ransomware attack. And most of these attacks are established and executed by email, right? By someone getting in, clicking a link or clicking on something, and then all of a sudden malware is installed and the ransomware is installed and then it goes. That's normally the, the method of the attack. Well, if your employees, subcontractors, contractors, whatever they may be, are not aware of not what to look for, and and here here's the sad part about it. If they're aware and they do it, you know, unintentionally and it's an accident, it's probably because they're overwhelmed and they're overworked and they're just trying to get through their 300, 400 emails for the day. I get it. I understand. We're all overwhelmed right now. We're all busy. So constantly educating, constantly reminding them to take your time, look over the emails, look over certain areas of the email. Um, you know, even subject line, make sure the email is spelled correctly, that the domain is correct. Uh, the links, do not click on any of the links. If they send you links, do not email back any information, right? If you have to give information, any information, call the person and confirm that they sent it. Hey, John, did you send me this email asking for this information, X, Y, and Z? Make sure you call them and validate because it might not be them. They, someone might be ghosting their email address. Right, or mimic it just enough that you don't, you know, look at it. maybe it's supposed to be John.doe, but it's at, you know at company.com and it's John you know underscore doe at company that's spelled wrong, right? C O M P O N Y dot com. And then what happens is you you click on it going, oh, it must be John Doe. And then you click on it, send him, send him information and go, oh my God, you know, I got that email done. I'm good. And then an hour later, you're going to get a call saying, hey, I'm waiting for that invoice or that check, or I'm waiting for, you know, that information, whatever you got back to me. And now you realize you've been compromised. So that spelling mistakes is another one. Don't click on any links. Uh, don't download any attachments unless you know it's coming from that person that is sending you and then validate that as well. A lot of uh, enterprise environments, larger corporations have uh, scanning tools that will scan the documents before they come in to make sure there's no scripts, malware, viruses, anything along that line. So hopefully that gets them. But again, if you're not expecting a document, uh, I would just double check and just you know contact you know the person that you're working with and say, look, you know what? I just got this SharePoint, Microsoft, Excel, uh, PowerPoint, uh, PDF document from you. Is, is that from you? Uh, what's this about? And then go forward and just kind of, if it's a valid form or valid document, then go forward. If it's not, they're like, I never sent that to you. Then at least notify your IT department, let them know what's going on and then go from there. So cybersecurity awareness, make sure that's up. Next is business continuity. Business continuity is just making sure that your business, and a lot of people are playing this right now, but your business is efficiently running, right? That you're able to keep it up and going. So you're looking at your different plans, your different strategies, you're looking at your instant response, your disaster recovery, you're looking at your supply chain management, your financial, like all the stuff that you guys already know about, but make sure you're going through it on a day-to-day -day basis and just reviewing and making sure everything's up to date. Right. That was the biggest challenge that I've heard right now is some things are out of date when people are going back to these documents and not realizing the point of context that might have changed or the response times are different. 
So for example, in an SLA, there might be a four hour SLA. And now because, you know, the person that you normally contact has a pager, has a phone number, whatever you contact, but because they are remote, they're taking a little bit longer to respond. And then they have to contact the, the manufacturer or the support person might be a vendor or whatever that may be. And they're running short staff. So now their response time is slower. So now your four hours of response time of activity now goes to six to eight hours maybe. So now the potential for you being down longer increases. So these things have to be reviewed and looked at just to make sure everything's up and going. So if there ever is an incident, you can respond accordingly and everything goes through the chain of events it's supposed to. So even doing a tabletop exercise of that, make sure you do that. Next is uh, cost cutting measures. So many companies right now are looking at and started to once this pandemic started as what do we need to cut costs on? Staff, employees, uh, manufacturing, uh, procurement, you know, even we looked at, you know, staffing, some people got laid off, the, some people's got their salary cut. Uh, anyone that wasn't in kind of the essential service area all kind of felt this effect. The essential services seem to kind of go up and, you know, they're so busy and now they're overworked, right? So the ones that didn't are looking at how to cut, you know, costs and forecasts for the next six months up to the end of the year to make sure that everything is going to be able to be maintained because we don't really know what's going on with the economy. We don't know if businesses are going to be picking up, if people are going to start you know, purchasing again, or if it's going to be a little bit tighter because people now are going to be more cautious with their spending. So right now you're looking at those measures. Um, just give me a second here. I want to make sure I have everything. Uh, so cost cutting measures is important. Uh, the next thing, and I mean, these are all important. If you're not looking at them now, I would recommend that you take the time to review them and just make sure that you're going over each and every area while you have the time. It's just, I just, it's so important. Like, and I find this right now with everything that's going on with cybersecurity, with business continuity, with everything, it's just so important to look at. Um, so the next one is, so we cut, cut uh, cost cutting measures. And the next one is compliance. Compliance is so important to look at uh, in the sense that if you're compliant right now, your ISO 27,000, PCI, DSS, um, your NIST compliant, whatever that may be, if your environment changed, landscape changed, your technology changed, you disconnected certain devices, you changed things, go over an evaluation and make sure that you're still meeting compliance because you don't want at the point in time that anything happens and you didn't meet compliance that now you're under scrutiny that hold on you knew you had to meet these certain measures, what happened? Well, the COVID-19 you know, pandemic happened, doesn't matter. We still need you to meet compliance for data protection, for your, co your companies for security, whatever that may be, right? So just make sure you're reviewing your compliance documents, your standards, having your team review it, make sure that it's up to its current state with all the changes going on. If you haven't made a change, perfect. But if you have, review those compliance standards and make sure everything's up and going. And that could be with your internal team. If we have a, a managed service provider for IT solutions, or if you have a managed security service provider, MSSP, make sure you review that with them. Uh, next is assessment to, uh, to validate your security posture. So something that's really important to look at is 
Now you've made the uh, transition. You've changed the landscape. You've changed all the technology. You've changed everything that was going on. But now are you secure? Have you done a breach, you know, response kind of engagement? Have you looked at uh, breach assessment? Have you gone over the, the what could potentially be compromised? Uh, vulnerability assessment? Have you done potentially even a pen test? A gap analysis? Assess what your environment currently is. You don't want the case where your team has done all this hard work, and I'm, I, I totally appreciate all the hard work they're doing, but they're tired, they're fatigued, you know, they've, they're trying to do everything all at once because they're trying to do their day-to-day -day operations plus the other 15, 20 projects that's been kind of, you know, delegated to them through this, you know, pa uh, pandemic that they had to get done like overnight and they did everything they could to get everything set up and make sure everything was as secure as possible. But then all of a sudden there's this one back door, something they just did, they missed and just it's just because they're overwhelmed in what they're doing make sure you have a third party or even have the team reevaluate and confirm everything's done through a checklist, through a standard. I know, like I said, vulnerability assessments, breach and, uh, assessment. I'm just trying to think of other ones. You can even do a pen test right now. Uh, and I, I would look, if you go into e-commerce, definitely do a pen test on your e-commerce solution, making sure that there's no back doors on your solution. Third party plugins are secure. That's a big one that I've, I've heard about and owning a web uh, a marketing company and working with web developers, one of the things we were very cautious of about was the plugins that people had on their websites because the company that developed the plugin might have had coders overseas that coded certain sections of that code to make everything work, but they left a backdoor for testing. Doesn't mean they did it maliciously, but there's a backdoor for testing. While well, hackers will find those backdoors and get in, and that's an end to your e-commerce, your website, all that solution. Uh, I know there's a company called uh, Source Defense that I was working with uh, that would scan your website and scan any third-party plugins to make sure. So, if you have any questions, comment below about that. But it's so important to make sure you do those things. If you're doing them, perfect. Uh, hopefully you're getting uh, some rest and you're getting a break. If you're not doing those, please en engage with them right now, immediately, like today, uh, depending on when you're watching this. If it's at night, tomorrow morning, get your team involved, start having these conversations. If you have any questions, please let me know. Uh, the company I work for, USADO, we're doing a lot of this conversations and, and table talk exercises uh, with companies pro bono right now just to make sure that they have everything up and going. Uh, and if they have any questions, you know, we have a team of subject matter experts and experts in the field that will answer any questions that you may have. So, so important to have these conversations and make sure that you're protected. I know right now the pandemic is starting to change. Companies are starting to reopen. Uh, things are starting to happen, which means the landscape's going to change again. It could be a hybrid solution of remote users plus people in the office. And how is that going to look? So a lot of changes are happening. A lot of changes are happening right now. So dig in, talk to your experts, talk to the people around you, make sure you know you have support. I know for me, when I'm reaching out to people and I'm telling them, as you can see with my podcast, I really, truly care. This is not a sales strategy. If you go back to all my podcasts and everything I've done, it's I love cybersecurity and I love helping people and I love protecting people, you know, as they're building their business, working their careers, doing all that. That's my passion. That's what I, I love to do. So 
that is why I'm saying if you have any questions, just reach out to me. I have no problem spending some time with you, getting my getting the team involved. Uh, the president of the company has given us myself kind of free. Uh, the best way to say it is like kind of carte blanche and be able to connect with people, help them out, do the best we can because he himself and my and me are really thinking of economy, business, and people helping the economy stay afloat and build helping businesses, you know, protect themselves as they get back on their feet and then looking after people, right? Because you guys are the ones that are working and struggling and, and suffering and, you know, you need a break and you need help, right? And trust me on this, I'm going to tell you from having a holistic background and understand this, people, you need a break. If you're working seven days a week, 18 to 20 hours a day, you need to take a break. You're going to be adrenaline fleeting. You're going to burn yourself out and adrenally fatigued, you're going to burn yourself out. And what's going to happen is you're going to get sick, right? You're going to have the flu, you're going to have cold sides, the COVID-19 kind of pandemic thing, but you're going to get sick. So you got to have rest. You got to eat properly. You got to take care of yourself. So use the resources that you have available to be able to do that. So that was a big download. I'll give you a lot of information. I uh, wanted to catch up to, I'm just going to give you a little bit of personal information on what I've been working on, what's going on with me. Uh, as you can see, the background, I'm upgrading, changing kind of what's going on with the podcast. If you're watching this, uh, if you're listening to this on uh, any of the podcast site, uh, check out one of the videos on YouTube uh, or whatever social site you're watching this on, uh, you'll see the background is starting to change. I'm actually changing kind of the environment, really stepping this up because I want to provide as much value as I can and just the best experience. Uh, for the next little bit, I'll be doing a little bit more of a solo in, uh, podcast. Uh, I'm looking for other people to interview. So if you know someone or you're interested in being interviewed, talking about cybersecurity, talking about business or what's going on in the industry, comment below. Actually, no, go to dailycyber.ca. Uh, you'll see the link below in the uh, description. Go there, click on that. Uh, want to be a guest, click on that and fill out the form. I'm looking at more people to interview because I think it's so important to connect with other experts in the field and learn from each other. So I'm um, just trying to think, was there anything else? Oh, uh, what am I working on? So over the last two months, what I've been really working on is studying CISSP when I get a chance, whenever I get that little bit of a window, just been so busy, uh, learning kind of what's going on with uh, USADO and our service that we provide, uh, MGRC, Management Government and Risk Compliance, uh, Operations, Security Operations, kind of SIM management of, of that area, and then uh, Professional Services, Vulnerability uh, Assessment, Pen Testing, uh, Breach Response, uh, Consulting, Compliance, cons uh, Consultations, things along that line, which can fall into the Management Government Risk Compliance, but also we do uh, consultations and things along that line when it comes to compliance. So really focus, dedicate on cybersecurity, which is my passion and why I'm picking USADO as the company I work for is just because I'm learning so much of where I like to focus on. And especially those three areas is just amazing to learn from experts in the field that have a wealth of knowledge and be able to, you know, work in the field, you know, day in and day out and talk to people of what's going on. So it's really excited to, to be there. I'm trying to think of anything else. Other than that, I think that's it for me. Uh, on a, Like I said, on, on the personal, I just want you guys to take care of yourself. I know how important it is to take care of your health through this, take care of your family, uh, have some time. I'm sure this has changed people's thought process on 
you know, the priorities in life and priorities in work. Uh, some people are going to need a vacation. I can see that right now where they're going to need to be able to take a break and just relax and unwind. So make sure you take care of yourself, take breaks, you know, try to enjoy yourself, keep, you know, energized as much as you can reach out to people, have conversations too. Sometimes, you know, even just taking a break to have a quick conversation to laugh a little bit does help to kind of break up the day. So those are things I'd recommend just on a health ways. Cause I mean, with cybersecurity and it, a lot of those guys, work hard, play hard. But as things come up with, you know, instance like this, like none of us have really experienced, but you just dig in, right. And you work as hard as you can. Well, that can cause us to burn out. So just make sure you take care of yourself and, you know, you know, you have people around that will help. So that's it for today's video. Uh, that's it for today's uh, daily podcast. I just want to remind you that I'm here to support. Let me know if you have any questions. So just don't forget, software is hackable, being connected is vulnerable. I'll see you next Daily Cyber. Thank you.